0: Masters Apprentice, a podcast where we all learn how to be better DMs together. I'm your host, Theo Geeson, and today we're back with basically... Our- oh. Yeah, you interrupted me. You didn't even yeah. let me finish. I know. So today That's we're ridiculous. back... Alright, um... Shit. You kind stomped on my intro. Nathan Wentzler. So. You caught oh, me on my guys. heels. Well, you're welcome. I didn't want you to fall. <laughs> I have like a whole another sentence and a half I was gonna say. Well, there you go. You're welcome. Making the pod more efficient. No, <laughs> Just no. You gotta get to the point. What I was gonna say, I, What I was gonna say is that mm-hmm. you're basically like a part-time host at this point. Oh. So I shouldn't have interrupted that part. Yeah, like you can, you know, you can do your own intro when it's your time. Again, when is your time? When is your time? Just wait. Okay, when you're ready. Okay, I'll count. Well, last I counted down the intro of the podcast. You did it in reverse. (laughs) You counted from one to three. That kind of makes sense, though, doesn't it? One, two, three, start. I didn't know how high you were counting. Well, it's like uh, it's like. uh think about
1: races it starts red yellow green yeah so one is red which is stop because the next one's the end Yellow's two because it's in between and then three is go
0: because it's the higher number what are your thoughts on like yellow lights in general they're my favorite light you just go through it yeah exactly like I don't know I feel like you're always like you know, you're stuck at a red or like a green is like cool, but like once you right, go right through that yellow just in time, that's the best feeling. It's exhilarating. I know it's kind of just like I cheated the system a little bit. They taught
1: me in driver's school that you pick a point on the road, and if mm-hmm. you're not at if you're past that point when there's a yellow light, you just keep going. Yeah. So I just set my
0: point very far ahead and just go no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever ran a red? Yes, not on how purpose. Many, how many times? Only once. It was uh, in high was school there. too. I was. I think I did it twice in high school. I'm looking at my phone. Uh, and I, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never did it because I was on my phone. I think I just did it because I don't know. Like I just clocked that there's a red, but then just like it kept going. Or there Remember was one I time went
1: home? I went home and told my parents I was like, "Man, some asshole just ran through a red light." And like almost hit
0: me. But <laughs> I don't know it? why. Yeah, it was me. But I didn't almost hit anyone. Oh, that's good. yeah. Yeah, both times I've done it, it was there was like no one there, which is maybe why I, my brain would just like went go. But there was one time I turned left at a red, just because like I don't know what my brain was thinking. But I was mm. just like, oh, like no one's here. It's a red, but I can still turn. And then I just turned left. And the person who was in the car with me is like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> There's uh, like, signs all over Moncton that say no left turns on
1: red lights. Isn't that <laughs> kind of obvious?
0: Yeah, it should be obvious, but people like me still do it. A mm-hmm. um, quick little story I have.
1: One time in high school, I had a concussion from playing football. And uh, I went to this party and my friend Mitch Beaton was trying to wrestle me. And I wasn't drinking, I was just driving. But I was like, all right, I'll wrestle you. So I picked him up and like had him like cradle position around my neck and then I would slam him on the ground. But when I slammed him, I smashed my face into the wall and got a black eye. And my my parents were like, how'd you get a black eye? It's like, I sneezed while I was driving and smashed my face on the, (laughs) I
0: remember remember you telling me that part. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It's such a weird specific story that like, I've never even heard someone doing that. Like, it's not like the dog ate my homework or whatever. It's you know. I have a stress really of sneeze too. So. Do you? Yeah. Just wait for it. Okay. Okay. Not you, like not actively. Just it'll happen, okay. probably, maybe. I'll okay. just think about pepper. Sometimes I'll have like a sneezing fit where for like five minutes every like 15 seconds I'll just sneeze. And It eventually just like really fucking hurts are you sick no i think like i'm i feel like i'm just like fairly allergic to like dust everything and i live in like an old house and so like whenever i go down to like do laundry or whatever or you know if i like um sometimes when i like record a podcast in my closet i'll just like start sneezing and shit that makes sense yeah closets are dust yeah Anyways, we should get back on task. I didn't think we were going to get derailed so early for so long. Um, so I was going to say, you're basically like our part-time host at this point. Um, so it's great to have you back on. Uh, today, we're going to talk about stuff that's going on in the campaign that we're both doing right now. You know, talk about what's going right, what's, you know, maybe doesn't feel, what's what's right, what's left, uh, whether you can turn that either of them. And you know, we'll talk about some of the stuff that comes with starting a campaign, because there's such a difference between playing D and D when you're six months into a campaign and then when you're you know like ten sessions in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Time is the difference. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I I don't know. You can uh, weigh in on this as well, but. I almost feel like episodes sessions one, two, and three were like the best ones. You know what I mean? Like, not that it's digressed with time, but. Those ones like stood out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, the last one was really good. The one we just did. Yeah. Yeah. So what we did in that one is, um, well I'll take a step back a little bit. Um, we're doing like a uh, football in this at this school because it all takes place at a boarding school. And I feel like I just, you know, threw in an NPC that was like the football coach, just because it was kind of just like a common trope within high schools and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, you know, didn't pick up right away that now that means people are going to, you guys are going to want to join the football team and stuff and play other schools. Yeah which I was just not really prepared for, even though I set it up on a team myself, I could have picked any, I like I've maybe watched like four or five football games in my life. Yeah. American football. Cause I know we have some people in Europe who listen. Oh, really. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I feel like with context clues, you can pick that up. I know what soccer is. Um, yeah. no, football. Europe- European football. Yes. European football. Um but no, um, I am not like a huge American football fan, and so to like I've come up with uh like rules for you guys to do basketball before, like I spent like half an hour coming up with basketball. we never ended up playing it just because I don't know it would have just taken a really long time, and yeah. at best, it would have been like kind of fun it would have so fun. it would have been interesting, but I don't know what but, was that with Thurmond uh-huh. Thurman definitely would have been able to dunk. Yeah. That's true. If you probably had a better jump. Yeah. Then again, walls. Then again, Dave could have cast a jump on himself. Well, that doesn't count. Yeah. Well, no, it probably does. No. Well, okay. You were the player. Now it's the DM in that situation. So I don't think you have that veto card. <laughs> um. Anyways, I can't remember where exactly we were. I remember, but I'm not going to tell you. All right. You want me to just fucking figure it out then? Yeah. I'm here to watch you struggle. Well, we were talking about how some of the first sessions were a little bit better than the later ones. Um, and then I can't remember where we were going with that. American so, football. Oh, fuck. That's, yeah. We were quite a ways into that basketball. story then. the Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoyed making the basketball, you know, mechanics and stuff like that. But football, I don't really know a lot about it. And so when I started Googling like examples of because people have made D&D mechanics for football. But when I started reading it, I realized that like I didn't know a lot of the terms that they were talking about. You know, yeah, I and you sent me it. those
1: rules mm-hmm. and I just like was scrolling
0: down my phone reading so many rules and the Yeah. That. And I don't know like basically any position other than the quarterback. <laughs> I couldn't what tell position you one I play I have absolutely no idea, and if you told me, I wouldn't be able to tell you what that person does linebacker yeah, no idea, Okay. so you know you know coming up with d and d mechanics for football to me is just not gonna it's not gonna happen, yeah, so I've been putting off that like the football tryouts and the games and stuff like that, because I haven't figured out how exactly I'm going to do it. And so last session was like supposed to be the day of the football tryouts. And I mean, we did end up getting to it, but it was very quick and not the main point of the session. But I sort of was procrastinating doing that by coming up with a video game world where you guys would get like sucked into your phone and it would all look like 16 bit, you know, like retro, you know, like Kirby or Zelda or Sonic or Pokemon, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So uh it was really fun and I think everyone kind of enjoyed it. I thought the, you know, like I spent a lot of time looking for the music and um another cool thing about it is that it allowed you guys to sort of do a dungeon without, you know, leaving the school, because that's kind of the thing, one of the things you're not allowed to do. Um, so, uh, I you you guys could get teleported to a place where I could put in like puzzles and uh, monsters and stuff like that mm-hmm. without having time pass and without having you guys need to move physically. I did really like the music that you picked up for that too. Uh, thank you. What was your favorite one? Um, I don't really remember them, yeah. but I remember liking them. There was a lot of, I used Pokemon for two of them. One Mm -hmm. the first one was the Lavender Town music, the really creepy one. One, yeah, I remember that one
1: actually.
0: Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the one I remember out of all. Yeah, that one. I feel like I should have kept that for the whole um, dungeon. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it had such a great. It doesn't matter really. Um, I also had Kirby in there. Um, I haven't really ever played a lot of Kirby, but I the song is really just like iconic I think and even people who haven't played it recognize it um, I played a and couple then, Kirby games on the Game Boy advanced which one I don't remember there was one with a bunch of mirrors that you had to go through and stuff interesting yeah um but yeah uh had some music from Kirby had some music from Sonic just cause I like Sonic and the song that I include is like one of my favorite video game tracks the Green Hills Zone one yeah. um but it was like kind of some of them were a little bit too upbeat for like a dungeon uh, setting and like doing puzzles and shit. Um, but what were, your th- what were your thoughts on, we, I ran three puzzles, I think, three puzzles. Um, as a player, what do you think about puzzles in general? Um, and what did you think about those ones specifically? Like puzzles, because I like
1: figuring them out. But I don't like puzzles when I can't figure them out because then they're frustrating. Um, I really liked the first puzzle because I figured that one out. Really right, like really quickly. Yeah, really quickly. So that was like, yeah, I'm smart. And <laughs> the second puzzle <laughs> the second puzzle was a little bit more of like a process of elimination, which was kinda neat because we didn't have to like it wasn't like you're right or
0: you're wrong. It's like you mm-hmm. kinda just have to do it. That was the yeah. one with the keys, right? Yeah yeah so what it was that was the one that i came up with by myself i didn't pull that one from the internet so there was like 100 keys in like a 10 by 10 grid on the ground and um only one of them was going to fit the lock the another way you guys could have figured it out is if you had used like a magnet or some sort because the reason i made it out of nickels because nickel is magnetic right so um but yeah like all the other papers were essentially like kind of like a minor illusion, kind of like a paper mache thing, like where it felt like metal. And Mm -hmm. upon just like looking at it or like scanning it with, you know, some sort of um, investigation tool, you can't identify it just by looking at it or whatever. Um, So the way to do it was either to um, put like a magnet over it or something, or if you, I don't know if there are any spells that like, you guys could have been like creative with it. Yeah.
1: Is there any... Could have I done, like,
0: a Dispel Magic spell to dispel the wrong ones? Um, it, I think the way that Dispel Magic works is... Do you have to do... Is it, like, Counterspell, where you have to do a DC check if it's lower than spell I don't dispel? know. I don't remember. Because the spell to. would have, have... to The spell would probably would have been, like, fifth level. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's not like if you had a second level Dispel Magic that it wouldn't, you know, even work. But <laughs> but you I guys like, ended up...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like the third puzzled the most because it took a while but then mm-hmm. i figured it out and i was like yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that one you guys got to talk through a little bit with yourselves and i kind of just like stood yeah. back and would give you the clues as they came but you guys were kind of like okay well what do we do like do you know so basically what it was is there were seven boxes and they were each labeled with a different language that would say either <laughs> open or close And you have to pick the lock of each box that said open and then leave obviously leave closed the ones that say closed. But the languages were... I'll pull it up. You guys didn't know some of the languages, so you kind of had to, like, you know... Use spells. So the first um, box said open in common. The second one said close in elvish, which you knew. Um, The third one said open in dwarvish. Which nobody knew, so that one was kind of um, a bit of the more challenging one. Um, and then no one knew Infernal either, but that one said close. Um, you know, Giant, don't you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and so does Brett's character. So that one said open, and then the last two were in Halfling and Sylvan, which none of you guys knew.
1: Right,
0: but I actually um, knew all of them. Right, because after a while, you realized that you had. Uh, comprehend languages. Yeah, as a ritual too, which is nice. Uh-huh. So you guys just chilled for a while? Um, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But if the other thing was you didn't just open it up, you had to pick the lock and yeah. it was a DC 10, which isn't, a, you know, it's not that hard. I mean, you all have good decks pretty well. Um, but if you didn't pick it properly, um, the rune in the middle, the center of the room, would go off and you would take 3d6 damage if you failed. Uh, 3d6 damage if you failed a DC 16 deck save. So that's you know, 3d6 really isn't that much damage if you think about it. Like it can only be like sometimes it could be like seven damage, but if you roll high, that could also be like 14. So yeah,
1: and I only had 20 health at the time,
0: so you could have left me with two health. Yeah. Um, and, but you guys did. You only failed once, which was right. pretty critical. Yeah. But I didn't expect your healer to be the first one to go down. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is. You know um, kind of I was thinking too, I was like, we should try and short rest here. But I thought yeah. that as we got into the next room, so it was just a bit too late.
0: Yeah, I was kind of ushering you guys along pretty quick too. Yeah. But now you guys are level four, and you have a little bit more health, you know. Um 26. for example. Uh-huh. And like Ramona, for example, has 35 before she even goes into uh her smoky form where she yes. gains 16 temp. Yeah. And she has a lot of she has some pretty good spells. She has three you probably have three second level spell slots now, too, don't you? Yeah. Four-ish yeah she right now. Yeah, so she can she has a lot of spells that she can stalk now too. So there's a lot of options like she can ice knife. Um, to do like a lot of damage if she wants to, or uh, cure wounds, or you know, cast like bark skin on you, which gives you sixteen AC. You know, right? Which I added you know. two spells. I added enlarge and
1: reduce. Oh yeah, that'll be that's just fun. Yeah. and I added suggestion, and I also got a new cantrip, and I put mending.
0: And your initiative is plus 8. Holy yeah. shit. But my AC is 13, so that's still hurting. Yeah, true. But my saves now are DC 15, which is nice. Yeah, that is pretty good too. Especially <laughs> because of a lot of yours are intelligence saving throws. Yeah. And, um, for example, like, um, students that you fight will, like, have probably, like, middling or above average intelligence. <laughs> but every, like beast or creature usually has minus four. Yeah. Or really someone nice. like Karth. Yeah. Karth's mm-hmm. um, uh, intelligence is weirdly going down, down. It is going down. I don't know. What could possibly explain it? He did say that he knew, but it's, you know, his character <laughs> yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. I think you just got to give him the... You got to tell Karth, like, you should put that thing back, because... I, you know, the point of the curse came across, you know, like, don't uh, defy something. Like, if you're going to pick up a magic item and there's one rule with it, and you break the one rule, yeah. Um, obviously bad things are going to happen. I'll def- uh, hopefully is- Dave doesn't listen to this, because then he just knows. But What um, do you mean, hopefully? He's not going to. That's true. Um, Dave's probably listening is- to this in April.
1: Dave's probably listening to this live. Yeah, probably not,
0: though, right? Yeah. Um, I want his intellect to to go down some more before I give him a hint. Yeah, I've decided that if it goes to minus four, he can't speak. Nice. He basically becomes like an animal. Like, he becomes – and I don't – he can – I was like – because I've been looking it up a lot. Um, And, like, what happens when your intelligence gets to minus four and you can still, like, protect your friends and, like, you know – um, you're basically like a dog. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. I would say that someone like um, Kaya's familiar has like a minus three to intelligence because it can speak, but it's not. It's you know does a lot of dumb stuff and is still an animal. Yeah. Unless you guys decided to awaken it.
1: Oh, that'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I feel like I probably get that spell. Ramona does as a druid yeah definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to get myself a familiar maybe yeah. like a little squirrel something yeah I mean once like everyone has a familiar like obviously everyone does want one but if you just have like five familiars in your party it just gets yeah, really like crowded Yeah, I was even hesitant to like have a second one you know what I mean mm. but I mean I was yeah. the one who put it in so
1: true.
0: But I feel like uh, Ted, that Ted, that nope,
1: that Ted, that nope, that that'll yep. always be the main.
0: Yeah, the like name. he's gonna be the one who, and like the Lucy's funny because I mean I'll do the voice for uh, her really quick. Um, so the voice I can't hear what's happening right now, but the voice that I do for your case familiar sounds like—is it working?
1: This is the wrong voice, I think. Fuck. I, I always fuck it up.
0: There this you. is what it is. Yeah. This is the one that I do for Parm. The one, I think I talked about this earlier, where I wanted to make it as annoying as possible to listen to. Right.
1: Something crazy actually happened with Parm the last, last session.
0: Yes. Um. He finally blew his nose. He did sound like that originally. And then I just like, obviously his nose is going to get clogged up again because I really like yeah. doing that voice. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, – it's uh, he now kind of speaks like Elvis a little bit. He, uh, Maybe. He's like, all right, uh, well, I'll see you guys later.
1: Maybe before he goes
0: to, like, play the electric uke, we can tell him to blow his nose. Yeah. Give him advantage on performance checks and stuff. Yeah. Maybe you guys won't hate him as much because I feel like the only reason you hated him is that, like, if he didn't have a really shitty voice – He's like really likes you guys and will like look out for you and stuff, and is like your biggest fan. Yeah, but he just follows us without telling us. It's I know it is. It is creepy, but you know, like he, you know that he like really means well. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, um, he had a little bit of a glow Blow up. up. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if you noticed me continuously going like this.
0: No, I look at my notes a lot, so. Oh, you
1: commented on my Raptors hat at Uh the start of the, before we started recording. And I was showing you my Raptors sweater and you didn't comment, so. Um,
0: No, I do like it. Thanks. Winners. Really? Yeah. Probably only like 25 bucks then. 45 i think but still, That's not, still not pretty yeah still not um, pretty <laughs> all right um but yeah we've talked a lot about like the good so we talked about what happened last session with the video game stuff and like putting that off and you know like ways to take the party into like a completely different setting without having them travel um and i'm definitely going to be going back to that uh, just because it's so flexible and it can happen anytime and you guys will aren't you guys aren't you know because there will that probably it'll probably just be like whenever you guys are going to get a new item that's so that'll just be how you get it is by going through there right just so you guys earn it work, a little bit work for something for you mm-hmm. I was really surprised um, that
1: you leveled us up and gave us an item
0: I know, I was feeling generous. Yeah, I can tell. But also just because um, I realized that there's a lot of, you know, the combat that you can do at levels 1 to 3, and even, like, 4 a little bit. Um, it's, it's pretty because you don't want to one-shot us. Yeah, so I can't really throw a lot of spellcasters at you guys. It's mostly yeah. just, like, like, when I look up the monsters by challenge rating, a lot of them are just, like... Giant badger, giant bat, giant centipede, yeah. giant frog. Well, uh, anything with a breath weapon will pretty well just like one shot the party. I know. And I did it, I did <laughs> do it one time. And the one time I did do it, I rolled the breath weapon for like a little wormling. But, and like the, I looked at the damage and I was like, okay, if I can't kill the whole party, like this is me okay. just like not realizing that it's too strong. So I, you know, uh, brought it down a little bit just. You know, like um, that didn't kill us all. Yeah, and like that's that's kind of where I like to not like to, but like um we've talked about like fudging roles and stuff like that before. Um and like if you're a player, then like I don't know, you're kind of only cheating yourself. Mm -hmm. But as a DM, you know, you roll behind a screen for a reason, and it's not because you fudge roles, but it's just to like it gives you options. Yeah, because if I had rolled in front of the thing and everyone's just like, wow, okay, we're all dead. And I was like, uh, okay, cool. Sorry, guys. You're dead. Yeah, it's like, my bad. That's one thing I like about having the
1: chronal shift. If I don't like the way a situation plays out, I can just
0: chronal shift it. Yeah, I had a note. I was going to talk about some of the highlights that we've had so far, and one of them was when you uh chronal shifted Ramona's like Nat you were playing beer pong against her right. yeah. and was it Carth? Yeah. yeah yeah so John and you were playing a game of beer pong to like go to the finals
1: mm-hmm.
0: of this drinking uh tournament and uh Ramona hit a nat 20 which means like two I think there was maybe one cup left or two cups left and it would have like really I think it was actually to win the game because there's like okay, one cup left course. or something yeah. And then so I like rolled in that 20 and I was just like it was one of those rolls like as a DM that I was actually really excited for to roll a Nat 20, you know what I mean? Like I yep. I like shared it pretty loud when it happened and like I'm sure all my neighbors heard me. But then you were just like a kernel shift and then I completely just like came back deflated your balloon. Yeah, basically I was just like uh okay, i uh, roll again. <laughs>
1: and you know what a very very small part of me felt bad but
0: the other 98 percent of me was like "Fuck, that was awesome so yeah that was 20 that was i know that was basically me too where i was like this is a really cool thing that just happens um but and I'm not even really at my expense this is just an npc that exists yeah. um but it kind of i was just like nat 20s don't mean a whole lot often as a dm i mean and that was one example where it did yeah i was just like okay uh i'll we'll take a reroll on that and wow uh 13 and we lose oh. yeah you and it did end up like you guys ended up winning the game
1: too mm-hmm. um, and that's one thing i think i like more about the chronal shift over the port and rolls is it's not as like oh. definite definitive it's like a, mm-hmm. you could
0: still win yeah it's a little bit more of a toss-up, which I like. Mm-hmm. Dave and I were talking about the difference between portent or not portent, shift, and luck points. Yeah, and about which one is better, and what do you think? Um,
1: isn't it the same thing, pretty well? Except luck, you have three. Luck you can't use on other people,
0: I don't think. Oh, then no, definitely kernel shift. But the thing about kernel shift is that they just re-roll it. Um, but the thing about luck points is that if you're rolling something with disadvantage mm-hmm. and you roll two dice and then you use a luck point, there's three dice that are have been rolled. And the phrasing of luck point is you roll an additional dice and pick which one you want. So basically, it gives you triple advantage. That's true. So luck's probably better. I think That's the luck think.
1: points are probably better for a smaller party
0: yeah where where there's less of an option to use it on other people like the promo shift Mm -hmm. yeah that's true that's what dave was saying too is that you can affect other people with it Mm -hmm. and like basically anytime i feel like you just kind of save them for when i crit yeah pretty well i save them for when you do good i don't use them when i do bad yeah
1: exactly so just like another ad Mm -hmm. at me yeah although i do use them for a uh, pretty shitty reason sometimes but just because it's funny yeah true there was one i think i can't remember but it was just very low egg, stakes egg
0: mold doing a tackle on someone oh yeah right mm-hmm. um let's take a quick break i'm gonna hit the washroom and then drink some water and then we'll be back sure. um with more of like the oh. things that uh. you know maybe not been going as great as we had hoped or at least on my side and then we'll talk through that stuff All right, and we're back I got a coffee brewing in the background Uh, I'll leave in about a minute to grab that but um, yeah another reason that I wanted to do um, this episode on the campaign that we're doing is because um, of what I kind of brought up earlier is that you know, we started off really hot and then, you know, there's been, you know, not our decline or regress, but um, there's, you know, as, as we go on, there's things that come up that I'm like, well, I don't know if this is the direction that we should head or um, so, you know, I have a couple of examples here so we can go through them. Let's sure. um, So, um, one of the things is that... Um, it's a little bit harder to do like like long um, improvisations or like a whole session that's improvised, just because I feel like um, there's a since there's so much stuff going on and that we've you know like established that um, whenever I improvise I'm kind of scared that I don't want to like contradict something or um, like allude to something in the main plot that you know maybe i had intentionally be like wanting to hide for later um. and so usually like once i get to the end of like the stuff that i have i'm like uh cool i guess we can end it there instead of like i feel like with west area because it was so open i could kind of just like you guys could go to a bars more often or just like go to a new town that i could kind of whip up really quickly because you know there's a chance that you could just like never go back there yeah but since everything is so tightly contained in this world um uh like whenever i'm improvising like i'm like making notes of it here instead of like you know like when you guys were asking about that dude at the end i guess i should have like had his name like and whatever um but like I know that that dude that you were talking to, who is pretending to be like the goblin in the video game, is going to be a character who like comes up again. So as I was like saying all this stuff about him, like coming up with his name, uh, coming up with he's actually like a uh, awakened horse. Yeah. As I was like doing that, I was like writing down and like making notes instead of just like going with it and being like ridiculous about him being a horse and like leaning into that just because. I was, you know, like, um, kind of like, okay, now this dude is, like, a character that is important and will, like, come back and stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, I think maybe once you get the classes going, because I remember you saying before we started that you are going to have everyone take a gym class. Mm-hmm. That could be, like, a good improv, like,
0: Yeah, that's area. true. Yeah, that's a good point. I think there's just a lot of stuff that we haven't really gotten to yet. Um, yeah and so i don't know we'll have a chance to mix it up a little bit mm-hmm. um so let me just go back to my notes here sure um but yeah i don't know like
1: uh,
0: there isn't really just like um you know a whole hour where we'll just like go on and make up stuff and then like we have a yeah. little like 15 minute like where I'm just like, where do you guys wanna go? And then you guys can go to like meal hall or like go talk to someone or whatever. And I can improv that little 15 minute bit, but then um, I'm hesitant to do any like plot stuff that I haven't uh, thought about a lot. Right. Um, so, I mean, what do you think about, like, have you noticed any difference at all or does it not really bother you or? I haven't really noticed too much now.
1: I mean, if if the improv isn't like significant and good, there's no point in having it, right?
0: Yeah, but kind of the result of that is that, like, at the end of each um, session, we don't really end off as at a high note always. True, you know it's what just I mean? kind of done. Yeah, and so yeah, that's um, I don't know. I think that that'll just come when. Like you guys are kind of just you know it's a sandbox right now and you guys are just playing around in it so mm-hmm. and we're doing a lot of world building so once the sort of adventure part kicks off then we'll have that more like cliffhanger right. stuff and you know yeah nail yeah mm-hmm. which is why maybe I think that the high school part of it is maybe only chapter one of a much different campaign that we do uh you know maybe you guys just like um there's a town nearby that's like a lot bigger and you guys can go like live there and there's a bunch of stuff that goes on there and
1: i do like that idea mm
0: -hmm, just completely step away from you know this high school part because i think we've kind of i have said this before but we've sort of scratched that itch a little bit
1: yeah Um, we could have like a maybe like you could think of like a level cap and once we get to that level we're kind of like done with the high school Perfect.
0: yeah and there's a point where the teachers are like we've kind of taught you everything that is in the curriculum you know yeah and like now that you guys have leveled up your level four you guys would be capable of doing what would be you know like the exit level of like the third year now right. before because you guys have gained three levels in a week of the time of like the game
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's been like two months for us now a month and a half two yeah. months Yeah, pretty well. So if we're going true to time, it's difficult to have you guys level up the same as every other NPC. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're just constantly outclassing people. And so, like, if you guys wanted to fight someone like Duke now, who was was kind of like the cool older dude for, like, four sessions, you guys could just knock him out in probably one hit. You really? know, uh, depending game. on what you did if if uh, Kaya got like a crit which he does a lot true like you guys could easily set it up so he's done in one person's turn yeah so <laughs> you know and you know it's um, the only re- real way to go with this is that you guys just leave the high school and you know maybe it was a little bit more short lived than we thought but if we want to keep leveling up and keep fighting stuff that is more difficult than we are at this point then we're going to have to we like outgrow the high school maybe we'll take over the high school yeah, uh, take over yeah I'll be the headmaster uh i don't Ever know think about of that, that. Headmaster is like level eleven, I would say. Well
1: yeah, I take him out. There's five six of us.
0: Five of us. You come up with a plan while I quickly make my coffee. Let's
1: take it right. to the headmaster. Wait, take your headphones off. Yeah, I see it. All right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna sneak into the headmaster's room at night when he's sleeping put a bunch of shit on, in his pillowcase and then he's going to think that everyone's just pranking him and then eventually what we're going to do is sneak into his room and put shit on his toothbrush and then he's going to be like "Ew, this is gross and then when he's distracted we're going to kill him you done? yeah
0: okay cool <clears throat> but yeah as okay. I was saying Pardon? I devised the perfect strategy. Okay, I'll listen back to it later. No, this I have to I pro- listen to basically the whole thing anyways. Oh, right. Yeah. Just just skip just past that part. You can't know my plan. Well, I, will, I don't know how long we've been recording, so I don't know the timestamp. I guess I if when I get to that part where I make my coffee, I could just skip like a minute. There you go. You're not gonna though. No, I'm not, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, um, it was kind of this whole build up, and like we were all very excited about this high school stuff, and I the a part of me, it feels like you know, um, not that we didn't do it right, but like it wasn't you know, what I thought it was gonna be, which is fine. yeah, um, but another part of me is like we have a really cool like starting point for you guys. And now you guys are, like, really, like, you guys are long-time friends instead of, like, you know, like, I'm a 28-year-old, tw- uh, like, adventure, and I'm, like, oh, I'm, like, you know, kind of, like, a uh, 30, you know, like, four-year-old adventure, and, like, you guys are just, you guys don't know about each other's past. Yeah. So, you know, that's an but interesting way, just way to start it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, like, started from the bottom that we're here. than yeah, exactly. like We're here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're here now. What you start guys, got, you know, bottom. we did start from the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, I'm also this isn't really like something that I'm struggling with. A lot of these are just things that I kind of you know point out as um challenges, I guess. Um, and one of them is that there isn't a lot of NPCs. Um, and maybe I, this is kind of applies to West Area too is mm-hmm. that there isn't a lot of NPCs that you guys are like genuinely you know friends with Ramona that's about it that's what I'm thinking you know like but I mean she even died and we didn't really bat much of an eye that's what I have in my notes here that's a, and that's what like when she did die that's when I kind of realized that you guys didn't really care about her not yeah. like you know Yeah. and she like also died for you mm-hmm you know what I mean, and then Malik or er, John gave up Malik so easily, which I was like, he doesn't even like his MP or his familiar even. So, you but know, I think
1: John didn't want to give him up. but It was like his familiar did do it for in a, a human.
0: very f- did human do it, life. Mm-hmm. He did do it in like a funny way where it kind of seemed like he didn't really care. But yeah, and I think that was just to be funny, which is cool. But yeah. There's, you know, so, but yeah, outside of Ramona, who is like kind of your friend, um, you guys don't really have a lot of people who, like, if they were in trouble, you would go out of your way to assist them, except out of like obligation. Daz like likes, likes Perm. Daz likes but Does he? He just doesn't tolerate him, but yeah. he likes him. Yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of even though, just because. He's not even, like, you guys really like him. He's just, like, funny to, like, talk to. Yeah. And I always just, like, every section session like to just, like, have you guys bump into him or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he just, like, follow you guys around, so it's easy to do that. But Everywhere. Mm-hmm, yeah. Literally. Uh, but um, I think I kind of want to start I – mean, it's hard because either you guys will, like, maybe learn to care for certain people more as they – grow like maybe for example your roommate goes with you on an adventure and something happens where you guys like end up really liking him or... i think it's
1: a little harder with so many people in the party trying to find an npc that everybody cares know. about because everybody has to care about them for it to really matter yeah whereas like if it's my roommate and he comes with us i might be the only one who cares if he dies you know
0: yeah so um I think that's just a difference between the campaigns that we're used to playing, where there was only you and Dave, and yeah. you know though you, uh, like it couldn't really just be you guys as friends versus everyone. There had to mm-hmm. be some people, right? So you know, you guys usually had like two or three people in your party, yeah. Um, some you cared about, some you didn't, but yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah there was definitely some we didn't care about, <laughs> like. Silver? Uh,
1: silver, yeah. Died within 15 minutes. Of this, but I don't remember
0: their names. <laughs> um, There was that Gard. one CL. Keegan? Oh, the guard. Keegan. Keegan? No, it was. No, um, it wasn't Keegan. It was just like a regular like a, name. It was like Richardson or something. I don't remember. Or it was like Rick, uh, Rickland, Rickland. Rickard. Rickland, yeah. Rick, it was Rickland. That, like, that was another just, like, thing that I was able to improvise and then just, like, chuck away. Yeah. Um, that, like, now, you know, that dude who Brett um, went up against the orc yeah. in that football trial thing, now, like, now that I had – I was taking notes during that, too. Now that dude is a character that's probably going to be, like, a bit of a rival for you guys, so. True. It's, like, everyone – every NPC now is a rival. Like, you guys – I think I'm – we might be spreading it too thin. You know, what do you mean? where there's just you guys, everyone just like doesn't really like you. The people, only people who like you are like when you're at a huge party and like I can just be like everyone starts cheering, but like I can't really there's not a lot of people who right. you guys it's know just that like are cheering. The, it's just the inner circle people that like us or that even like speak to us really. Yeah, exactly. So and parm. And parm. So um i feel like you guys have enough like rivals and stuff where i i don't know that's nice that like egg has someone who's like he can uh go toe to toe with um i'll probably i don't i think that mitch's character is not gonna like parm just because they're both bards so that'll be fun Mm -hmm. and then singers is daz's arch nemesis singers is just singers is everybody's i think
1: yeah and then uh, there's kind of a like rival like camaraderie between, uh, I guess like the trio of Ramona, Kaya, and uh, and.
0: Uh, Derico.
1: Der Derico, yeah, because yeah,
0: like that dude. That dude is he's Kaya's friend. So I should he we'll put him in as like someone you guys kind of care about.
1: Yeah, he's Kaya's friend, but also like. Kaya doesn't like when he's mean to Ramona and Ramona's Kaya's friend, so it's like a weird little, like... Yeah,
0: but I like, I kind of like triangle. that. Yeah, me too. It's interesting. And uh, I don't think I told John, so I'll just, like, say it now. Um, but you guys just went over to talk to Derico about football triads. And I was just like, oh, like, Ramona's going to come with you guys because I think that was just when... We're kind of going to oh. f- maybe phase yeah. her out a little bit, but I was just like, okay, and Ramona's going to just, like, come... And I had Derek go be like, why is like Ramona here? Just because she, like I was having him just be like kind of a dick in that. Like we're talking about football. Why is this girl here? Yeah. Um, just because he's like, you guys do, he is friends with you guys, but, um, he obviously has his flaws Yeah, and you got the, you know, he's not supposed to be someone you guys think is perfect. True. Um, I kind of originally had him as someone who was going to be like your guys kind of rival as well. Cause like, you know, son of the football coach, he's kind of going to be the guy who thinks he's like all oh, that. Shit. But Kyle was, or John was like, can Kaya be like his friend from the past? And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he is sort of still that kind of uh, asshole, but you like guys kind of put up with him a little bit yeah um but yeah he was like why is Ramona here and John remembered that um we had that Ramona and Derico used to like go out and so John was like you know what man like you can't say that just because you guys have like a history or whatever and um I was took a second I was like why is John getting like so fucking angry with him right now and I put together my own background that I had written for these guys and I was like oh right Um, (laughs) and if he didn't step up and say anything, it probably would have just like gone over really quickly. But then, but then we ended up having like a cool scene, um, with, um, John and Ramona. Um, but I guess you guys do have a big party now. And so because there aren't a lot of NPC that you guys are like quote unquote friends with, um, I want to like put in more time where you guys will just like the five or four of you will just like talk amongst yourselves for like 10 minutes for about whatever. Um, because like I also, they
1: did at the end of the last NatPod episode
0: in the soaking tub. Yeah, exactly. Where they just like sit. Yeah. So where Murph just like sits back and lets them do stuff for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just because it's still new and there's not a lot to pull on yet. Yeah, um, that and you know, um, Mitch's character is new and Brett's character is n- new, and maybe they don't have a lot to pull on either because they're only in, done like two or three sessions. True, sure. I think Mitch has done one. Brett's done three or four. Brett's done three. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I like. I really like Brett's character. Yeah, me too. Um, what are you doing for your um campaign next? Um, I have some combats ready, yeah.
1: Yeah, nice. I'm probably just gonna play it by ear as far as there's a twist coming up, and after mm-hmm. that twist, I'll probably play it by ear on how I run okay. it after that.
0: Yeah, uh, I think we should do that one next time, sure, unless like um i'm always down just because you're in school and i'm not if we're all just like we're all free tomorrow then if you don't have anything whipped together i can do something in like a couple hours because you know Uh um i don't have a lot on my plate so i don't mind doing it that way but like the next time that we're all like if uh, or just the next time that you can then we should definitely do that one again
1: sure um I know I can't. Like the only time I could this week, or we can talk about this later. But the only time I could this week would probably be Saturday.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. Um. One thing. Um. What are the highlights again? We'll We'll bring back the energy of stuff that went well. Um, Wait, I think it's time for our segment. What segment? Our segment.
1: Segment where you look at a trade that someone sent you in fantasy basketball.
0: Oh, interesting. It's is it you, right? No, it's not me. Oh, who is
1: it? Well, Drew, the Drew, the other Nathan. I want to see okay. your live reaction.
0: Okay. I'm up against your brother this weekend.
1: Eh? Yeah, no, he really thinks he's going to beat you. Really? He was so pumped when he beat Brian I was
0: pumped when you beat Bright.
1: Me too.
0: <laughs> but uh, are we both four and one now? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. We're up at the top. I have the most points for now. Yeah,
1: no. Two. I was looking at that.
0: You know, like I don't mind if we lose a couple games because, you know, like we have a good cushion now. Alright, let's look at this trade. Alright, I'm already not taking it. <laughs> Why? I'm just because Embiid is honestly an MVP candidate, and I haven't heard about anything from either of these guys.
1: What's the trade Tatum and who for Embiid and who? Tatum? I don't
0: see Tatum on here. Oh, Tatum's not. What's the trade? Um, Devontae Graham and uh, Nikola v- Vujticevic. Oh,
1: no, not that trade. Oh, i looking at a different trade. One. Yeah, that was from Matt.
0: Oh, that was a day ago. I don't see it. Oh, really? No, I don't have a trade for... Okay. Someone did try to trade me for Embiid, though. That's a fucking... People send me the shittiest trades.
1: (laughs) I send shitty trades all the time just to try and get people to accept them. I sent you a trade, but I I withdrew it. Mm. It was
0: Brandon Ingram for Jalen Brown. I don't even think I would do that, honestly. Yeah, I know. That's why I withdrew it. um but yeah one of the things that we did recently two or three sessions ago was um a reduced like low stakes deck of many things oh yeah that's fun that was really fun because initially i was only gonna have you guys pull one card each because it always gets out of hand when you pull every single one (laughs) yeah but it was just so fun and like they were all kind of low stakes enough I had found one that was on Reddit that was kind of low stakes and then I had adjusted it a little bit more. So, you know, there was a couple that were a little bit broken, um, but yeah, like as we were just pulling them, it was just super fun because it was kind of like gambling.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I love I the deck of many things.
0: I know. And we can't do it again. But, uh, I'm yes, a hundred percent sure. Well, I might do something similar, but not... like, next session. Probably not. Yeah. No, because the results, it really did... It gave me a lot more to pull from later. Like, for example, John pulled a card where an angel becomes his enemy and a demon also becomes his enemy. Like, two separate cards. And so uh, when you guys get super strong, that's definitely going to come into play. And that kind of gives me that hook that'll be kind of cool too because it's like almost like a prophecy from when he was young yeah um and john always talks about like he's always like asking other people about like if there are any angels or devils that are like coming for him or like telling mm-hmm. people to watch out and i think i've even told him like this is so far in the back of my mind right now that um like i'm not worried about it so your character shouldn't be worried about it like i'm telling you that like outside the game because uh whenever you ask an npc about it they're not going to have the answer yeah um but yeah it is kind of a good thing to pull on uh, a little bit later Mm -hmm. for sure because i i do in west area we never left that planet and mm-hmm. I think another way we could have done it is sort of what NAPod did a little bit, where you guys go to like the you guys go to the Feywild, and you go to like Shadowfell, and you go to Hell and stuff like that for mm-hmm. like extended period of time and spend a lot of time there. Right. And so I think we might do a little bit of that this campaign.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um and I have I have some plans for the forest of Faye as well. That that place is gonna, you know, maybe be the next place that you guys spend a lot of time. What are their
0: plans? Well, I told you guys that one like two sessions ago that there was that plague yeah. doctor who was like, so I had just rolled a random encounter uh chart and it said like there was a plague doctor burying bodies because there's some disease. Going okay. around, and I didn't really want it to be like there was a disease in this place because it just felt too real. Yeah. Um. So I was like, uh, "There's like bad omens in the forest of Fey." Um. And the way that I sort of set this forest up is that it's not really on like the mortal uh, plane or the material plane. It's kind of it's kind like, of like, it's like its a pocket plane. plane. Yeah, where like. Or, like, half and half. Yeah. Um, So it's definitely going to be bigger than it appears from the aerial view. Um, There's definitely going to be a lot of, like, freaky, weird stuff that's going on there. Um, And so I think we could do easily, like, eight or ten or more sessions there. Because there's definitely, like, settlements and stuff in there. You could even have that as,
1: like, that's, like, an entrance to the Feywild. one of the many entrances to
0: get there and i think it's going to be like the deeper you go the more uh intense stuff gets right so um and then also near you guys is like a massive like desert so if we wanted to do like a desert thing again then we could do that as well and i think do some more survivalist uh, stuff
1: you could even say that's like the entrance to hell or something
0: yeah where it's like the opposite maybe like a okay. shadowfell type thing yeah that would be cool
1: yeah like a ritual ground like deep uh, in the sands or something or in a pyramid
0: yeah i've been playing a lot of tomb raider so maybe i'll do some like tombs shit mm. yeah um but yeah uh, i think um you know we'll run this high school thing out as long as we feel but then uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff that we can do where it's in like a pocket like a pocket dimension but also like a pocket side quest sort of thing where I don't have to worry about a greater arc and you guys can just go fix you know the Forge to Fae for a while right. you know? and you don't have to worry about all those uh, all those mm-hmm. nPCs
1: and stuff too during that, and ones yeah. that you do make once we fix it probably won't come back
0: yeah, exactly, so. Um, I think we'll just have to be patient um, and let it get, and let it get there naturally. Um, But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of, um, that's kind of all I wanted to say. I think Um, it was, it was nice to like talk these, these issues out, especially because you know, you're in the campaign as well. So I kind of get the gauge. It's like from the other side a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Do you have any final thoughts?
1: uh i'm trying to think of a final thought so that means there's no final thoughts
0: yeah okay yeah you don't have to uh force it
1: yeah
0: um guys we finally ended up um starting up an instagram it's dungeon master pod oh yeah thanks for oh thanks for thanks for hyping it up i didn't realize what you're doing for a second no problem um, but yeah, we only have Nathan follow me on two accounts, and then my cousin also followed me. Shout out to Justin. He might he might be listening. Um, and in shout just a little out bit. to. Shout out to me. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, well, yeah. I kind of did already shout you. Out. Yeah, not good enough. Okay, well, I mean, I don't really have to shout you out because you're show, like a shout show. out is like, like no, yeah, yo. you know, <laughs> I don't want to peek. Um, a a shout out is like when you're sharing someone like we're having a conversation so it doesn't see no it just did it all right well thanks for shouting me out I guess you're
1: welcome
0: Um, but yeah if you guys want to give that a follow it's just dungeon master pod or you can look up dungeon masters apprentice you'll find it there Uh, give it a follow we'll give you a follow back um, and we have some new listeners as well. I noticed that there was some people from Greece and Greek, Greek uh, the Greek. Philippines. The, uh, oh. I think I- Giannis is listening. My sister-in-law is from the Philippines. Nice. Thank you. No problem. She's an amazing cook. Um, And this is an amazing listener. Uh, I think we also shouted out Iceland before, but yeah, that's a new cool one. Um, and then also, just like a bunch of people from the States. Um, fun fact Iceland's the warm one. It's, I mean, you. it definitely does get cold, I think. It's not just like yeah, but California it's than Greenland. That is a fun if fact. It, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There was one time I was flying back from Norway and we took a flight route, like right over top of Greenland. And it was just like a fucking huge mass of these really cool snowy mountains. And um, to, like as far as the eye could see. How many uh, people attended Bragging Camp this summer? Just me. Yeah. Um Mostly because they, this summer there weren't really any camps open. Yeah, so you went by yourself to Bragging Camp. Uh-huh. And now I'm back from Greenland. <laughs> oh, Breckenkamp camp was in Norway. Breaking Camp was in Norway and then we made a pit stop in Greenland. Okay. Uh-huh. But yeah, um feel free to give her a follow. Uh we'll follow you back. I'm probably make a post about this episode here. And then I was maybe also gonna take a picture of the little the little studio we have set up here. Nice. Yeah, just, yeah. I got some more uh, Pokemon pins if you need some. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, like putting them up on the blanket here. Uh, also, give Nathan's new YouTube videos a listen. Oh, yeah. I just posted one today, actually. I'll to give her a listen right after this. Uh, yeah. What's your What's your YouTube? It's Big Nate. Big Nate. Nice. Big N8. Uh, if you're into Pokemon cards or things of that nature, or if you're into Nathan, I guess. Oh, actually, What's the video I Nathan? posted today,
1: um, uh-huh. there's a sneak peek of Stewie, so he's been in the pod before. If you want to know what the little man looks like, uh, you better watch it. Yeah. Um, what do you? What did you do in your video today? Uh, more Pokemon cards I couldn't figure out. I'm trying to get a Nuzlocke on, but I can't figure it out still. Yeah.
0: Um, I might just have to post, like, 15-minute videos of it. Yeah, maybe just, like, play it on the side and then do little updates. You know, like, okay. as you get, like, little check-ins. Like, well, we just lost this person. Um, The battle was hard. You go through the stats, some moves. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be, because, like, to record the whole thing would maybe be, you know, a lot. But then I have a to lot. somehow edit the video, and I'm not keen on that. Hmm yeah i don't know it's a learning curve it's a learning process for sure we'll see i'll figure something out yeah all right i feel like we ran this thing pretty long maybe that's good i had a good time me too and it doesn't and it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter what the audience thinks at all because they don't reach out to me and i'm getting day drunk on friday by the way why who knows
1: why are you getting day drunk on Friday? Because it's Morgan's last uh,
0: exam, so we're going to drink right after. Oh, cool. That is fun. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, catch us, I don't know, we don't really have a regular schedule. We kind of just post whenever. But On the flip side. Yeah, we'll see you on the flip side. Bye. The tail of the coin. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stop it on there. It's such a low note to end it on, but I do have to stop it there before it gets worse. It will only get worse. Yeah, that's why I'm stopping
1: it now. Mm -hmm. (laughs)